Welcome to the Librarian Influencers Podcast. Each week, our host, Dr. Laura Shinneman, dives deep into school library topics to help you build your skills and take charge of your own professional development. Her mission is to create an environment where librarians flourish and become lifelong learners. Now, on to today's podcast. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Librarian Influencers Podcast, and today I'm very excited to have Monica Cruz with us. So Monica, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your background with the library. Hello everyone, um, my name is Monica Cruz and this is my 20th year being in education. I have been a librarian for eight years. Four of those have been in elementary and four in a middle school setting. And so which one are you in right now? Uh, currently in a middle school setting. In yes. middle school. Okay, and tell us a little bit about what it's that your part of uh, Texas is like where you are. Um, so I get to see um, the whole school, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade students, and I get to mainly work with our ELA teachers. Okay, that's very good. All right, so, and you said four years elementary, four years middle school, was that? That's correct, yes. And so you can really think back to either one of those that you wanna talk about. Like, what are some of your memories of what like a first year is like in the library? <laughs> Um, when I first became an, uh, a librarian, I was, of course, in, in elementary, mm -hmm. and being a new librarian on campus was uh, somewhat intimidating for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a partner like other grade levels. Um, it felt like everybody had their own little groups, you know, fifth grade would sit with fifth grade, fourth grade would sit with fourth grade, mm -hmm. and I was kind of by myself. Um, so I, I felt a little bit, a little bit intimidated. Uh, to to begin something new, you know, kind of by myself. And that is kind of hard. I can remember my very first year, um, there were two people that, that reached out to me. Um, one was like the GT teacher, uh, and yeah. the other was the, um, was, was a, one of the classroom teachers, but then she later became like the special ed person. But um, we were all kind of like the solo people, you know, on, on campus. Yes. You gotta find somebody to connect with. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> All right, so when you're thinking back to that time, is there any kind of advice that you would give to yourself? Um, I would say if I could go back and tell myself when I first started um, was uh, don't be afraid to be different. Your ideas are great and just go with it. Be confident in yourself and in your teaching. Mm -hmm. And if your lesson didn't work out, just try it again. Um, I think the main obstacle I had was uh, I was used to working with early childhood students. And when you go into the library setting, you have to um, move from one grade level to the next, to the next, to the next. Um, so that was kind of a, a little bit challenging for me, but I, I would definitely go back and, and tell myself, uh, don't be afraid to be different. Try different things. Um, it, it works out. It does somehow magically. And I'm like you, I had always worked with the babies myself. So <laughs> it was really different when all of a sudden now, you know, I was going to have these. Yes. Graders, you know, how was I going to talk to the fifth graders? Um, yes. You know, so now that you've got some experience under your belt, um, when you start thinking about summer, which we, we've just started, um, what kind of things do you do now to help yourself get ready for next school year? Um, so currently, because of the way the school setting has somewhat moved to like the distance learning. Yeah. Um, I'm studying to be like Google certified. Oh. The, I, I want to take that Google win test and, and, you know, move forward with that. I, um, our district uh, wanted our, our librarians to get certified or 
interested in, in doing it, you know, uh, but I was out on leave when all that happened. So this is a perfect time to start studying on my own. And so I've been doing that currently. Okay, that's great. And those tools will come in handy, you know, whether we are lucky enough to be back face to face, you know, or if we do something yes. or just definitely. Really, yes. They're just great tools to have. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you, you've been an influence on your campus. You know, I've heard from people um, who talk about, you know, all the different roles and things that you have. Can you describe a little bit about what your influence is like as a librarian on your campus? Sure. Um, so ending this year in distance learning, I had so many teachers reach out to me for help. Um, I talked to teachers that I had really never worked with in the school setting, oh, wow. um, but since we've been out, they've been reaching out to me for help. And they were so grateful and I was so happy to share my knowledge with them to help them succeed online with their students. Let me ask you this. Was there anything in particular that they were like most grateful for? You know, that you Oh my gosh, it was everything. I think <laughs> I think the most thank yous I got were like helping them start in the Google Classroom uh -huh. and posting their assignments and stuff like that. I was so thankful for doing um all those uh, workshops that we would listen to in the library setting, you know, through Google Classroom. Yeah. It, it was it was it was definitely an asset to sit there and know all this before this happened. Yeah. Um, I never thought I would be able to to share that with anybody else. And, you know, look at us now. Yeah, sure. And this this is not something that I have planned on asking you, but it's, you're making me wonder about this. Did you do anything in particular for parents? Because I know that um, stuff would have been. Yeah. yeah, that would have been nice, but no, we didn't. Um, this year, uh, because I knew about Google Classroom and because I was the only one that was able to reset student passwords for emails, okay. um, my social studies teachers reached out to me because they wanted to do a Google Classroom. So okay. thankfully, I had two eighth grade teachers who had already had their Google Classroom started. Okay. Um, and the way they kind of reached out to parents was they invited them as like, um, not like as a student, but you can invite parents to their classroom. Okay. So they would get emails uh, through their classroom. Okay. And that only happened, I want to say this, this, this school year, we never did it before. Okay. Yeah, I was real curious because you know, we've been teaching the kids all along, but then for our parents yeah. to be able to support them, I yeah. was like, what are schools doing out there? That'll be, that'll be more, we'll have to find out, you know? Right, right. Yes. Yeah, interesting. We're going to see. Okay. So as you start thinking about next year, is there any kind of influence that you want to work on? Yes. Um, I would definitely want to connect more with all the stakeholders in my community. I would love to have a technology class for parents, teachers, and administrators to be part of. Okay. Now that times are different, I feel if I could do this, it would better prepare our community for the future. Okay. When we were just kind of talking about the parents, yes, we yes. brought up administrators. So like what kind of things do you think would be helpful for them um, to learn about? Um, so definitely, um, I was thinking that maybe we could have, uh, e you know, even using Google Meets, you know, we could all t talk like, um, I could teach something, you know, and we could collaborate online. Um, questions could be answered. Um, I could also uh, maybe do like a blog, like a technology blog, and, you know, maybe collaborate that way. So, I mean, I just have like running ideas that might help. That's interesting. Very good. I, I didn't know if you were going to maybe do specific just how to use some technology because, you know, some administrators really don't they're still doing things old school way. Yeah, but we've yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
All right, so Monica, you, you've talked a lot about technology so far, and so obviously technology is a big part of, of what you're doing as a librarian. Go ahead and, and just tell me a little bit more about what you do with technology. Um, so with uh, technology and the library, I always want to introduce uh, the student email accounts okay. um, because that's like our basic foundation. You know, how do you get in there? How do you send email? How do you compose email? Um, so definitely we start with that. Um, I have also shown my students uh, Google Forms and how we, how we collect information. Um, sometimes I show them how many patrons, when they enter information on Google Forms, um, how many patrons visit, visit the library on a daily basis. So it, it shows them, you know, a little nice graphic uh, representation of how many uh, sixth grade students have visited, how many seventh grade students have visited. So, I mean, that's always nice to show them a visual representation. Um, and something like that, I would love to share with our, our teachers and how easy, you know, Google Forms is, is uh, used in the classroom. Um, it gives uh, real-time uh, information back to them so that they can use in their classroom. Um, it's great to be used as surveys. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I, I, I would love to share that knowledge with my teachers when we go back. Okay, that's great. Um, so, when you're... Like, how did you first get started with, with Google and some of your favorite tools? Oh, okay. So that's easy. I would go to uh, professional development okay. at uh, Region 1. And then, I mean, it just wouldn't stop there. We would go back to school. And um, our library coordinator would also have side meetings where um, she would let our own co-librarians co present to us. So we got it at Region 1, and then we would go back and we would meet and we would practice there also. So, you know, it's always good to get the information twice. And so, and they would give us time to practice with each other. And so, you know, those tools kind of stay with you and you get to practice with them when you go back to your library setting. Okay, so it sounds like the librarians really play kind of a key role with technology then in your district. Oh, definitely, you know, it, uh, we were able to reach out to each other and answer each other's questions, you know. Um, I definitely started, as a librarian, not being able to reach out to others. Mm -hmm. um, but now, I mean, I call, you know, we call each other, we email each other, and it's just so easy to get answers yeah, as well. It is. I don't know what, what people did without that. You know, I guess yes. you phone and, and call somebody before, but yeah, it's nice yes. to have an answer when you want it. So when a, a lot of our listeners are first year librarians, so if they were they were really just wanting to get started with technology or grow a little bit stronger in technology. What would you recommend to them as some beginning steps? Um, so I would definitely continue your own professional development with your, you know, whatever region you're a part of. Definitely, that's that's really, you know, your first step, and that's when you get your your ideas, you know, and and coordinate with your other teacher librarian friends. Um, I would definitely reach out to them because there's some questions that you may think you know, weren't answered, I mean, were answered, um, but then, you know, they, they weren't, and maybe they have the answer for you. And if not, you always find out the answers together. You know, you practice together, and uh, you get those answers you need. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just thinking about my own self, when I'm trying to learn something and I get frustrated or whatever, half the time <laughs> now, I, I go to YouTube, you know, and, I, and I'll just ask yes. a question on YouTube, and it's like, oh my gosh, there it is, right there, you know. Yeah. We got a generator, you know, this week, and we couldn't figure out the computer on it. So, you know, as, soon as we typed in the question on YouTube, we had an instant tutorial. So that's, you know, yes, that's definitely a great resource to use. Yeah, 
So not related to library world, but but in general, I think that's a great tool, you know, for us as librarians to think about. Yes, um, yes. Using that. Very good. Okay, so what else, what other kind of advice do you have for uh, new librarians? Um, be confident you are not alone. And um, again, do not be afraid to reach out to Learning Networks for help and answers. You are important in education. That's great. Now you mentioned Learning Networks there. Are there any in particular that have helped you keep growing and staying sharp? Um, yes. Um, so, uh, Going through the Google training and stuff, you can be a part of um, many personal learning networks. Mm -hmm. um, you can join groups where you want to, um, let's say, learn new material or how to use, uh, you know, Google Meets with your students, uh, creative mm -hmm. lessons. You can reach out to those personal learning networks and, and get ideas that way and communicate and collaborate with each other that way. Okay, very good idea. Um, so is there anything else that you do to help yourself keep learning? Um, I'm a part of, on Twitter, uh, you know, I go on Twitter and I listen to, um, her name's Sanaida Elizondo, she's our district uh, uh, technology, uh, she teaches technology in our district, and um, she's got great tools that she uses, uh, and we get ideas off that way, or I get my ideas off that way too. That's awesome. I see a lot of districts that are starting to do like district Twitter chats, you know, or Yes, they are. And we've grown a lot that way this year. We, we had not done that before, uh, but just this year in the beginning of the year, before the pandemic and everything yes. happened, um, we saw a lot of our little uh, uh, networks in, within our school district uh, creating Twitter accounts and stuff. So we follow each other that way. That's awesome. Very yes. Good. All right, so Monica, you are definitely a librarian influencer. You're doing really good things on your campus. So if any of our listeners want to learn more from you, and where can they find you online? Um, online uh, at Twitter at MonicaOscar34 and on Facebook, you just search up Alamo Middle School. I, um, I run the page, so I get to put uh, my library uh, sense in there also. So any, <laughs> any post about the library, you'll find there as well. That's great. Well, Monica, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. And I hope you have an awesome summer. And uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. It's nice talking to you today. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to encourage you to stay tuned to social media for the next couple of weeks. I'm going to begin advertising a free webinar that I'm going to be hosting to show you what you can do right now to get organized and have a great year. There's three things I really think you need to focus on, and these three things can help set you up for success. If you haven't already signed up for emails from my website, please visit www.laurashinneman.com so you'll get the announcement that way. But otherwise, you should see the announcements on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a great day, everyone, and keep making a difference.